98FM, it is a Saturday social with Rachel. Hay fever season has just kicked off and joining me now to discuss it is Dr. Isil Sheehan from Allergy Ireland. Isil, you're very welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi. Now, this week, Isild, we have, of course, seen higher temperatures. It's very exciting for many because summer is on the way. But it also means that hay fever season kicks into another gear. Uh, first off, I suppose, Dr. Isild, when exactly is hay fever season? Because I think some people start to show symptoms sooner than others. You know, when exactly would hay fever season be? Yeah, it's a good question. So, um, when you think about hay fever, I suppose it's your immune system is overreacting to pollen. Now, there are different types of pollen. So, there's tree pollen, there's grass pollen, and then there's weed pollen. So, tree pollen tends to be released in springtime, so sort of March and April time. Grass pollen from sort of May, early May, maybe through to July. And then weed pollen can be even released sort of later in the summer, so maybe July, August, and and even into September time. Now, there are also sort of other um, allergies out there, like dust mite and mould allergies and animal dander and things like that. So often hay fever symptoms don't necessarily sort of, um, they don't necessarily present exactly sort of at certain times of the year. But for a lot of people, it tends to be those sort of summer months, I suppose, when the weather starts to get warmer. Okay, the summer months is when it really kind of kicks off for people. So mm-hmm. talk to me yeah. then, Dr. So then about the different symptoms that people have, because, you know, there's certain ones that we all kind of know. But, you know, are there ones that you might not even be aware of that could be happening to you? Yes, yeah, so I suppose like the classical symptoms that we'd all sort of be aware of usually would be sneezing, um, maybe a, a blocked up nose or a congested nose. Um, you might have even an itchy nose or itchy ears and some people experience an itchy palate or like itching oh. sort of in the back of the throat. Um, outside of that, then you can have um, sort of watery, sore, itchy sort of eyes and you'll often notice actually, especially in children, they have sort of dark rings under their eyes um, oh. during the sort of time period that they're um, that they're having hay fever symptoms. Um, but also, I mean, you can experience sinus um, pressure and headaches and um, you can have a post-nasal drip that causes a sort of chronic cough um, or irritation in the throat. And it can also worsen asthma, it can worsen eczema. Um, and I suppose on top of all of that, then, I mean, if your body or your immune system is working um, hard to try and manage your symptoms, then you often experience fatigue and that can affect oh everything really, like sleep so there's and a, mood. a wide, wide range of symptoms. So for those no. listening who might be suffering this week or are kind of gearing up for a summer of hay fever, um, do you have any tips on how to kind of manage it, to control it, um, or ways to kind of ease those symptoms? Yeah, so I suppose starting with sort of basic measures, like um, trying to just avoid um, as much exposure to pollen as possible. So just keeping an eye on the pollen count. When you know the pollen count is going to be high or very high, making sure not to be outdoors, around grass if possible on those days. Um, and if you if you are, when you come in, you shower, wash your hair, change your clothes. So don't be walking around with it still on you. Um, don't have clothes in the line in those days, keep your bedroom window shut or um, like car window even shut on those days um, and wrap around sunglasses can be quite effective at keeping pollen out of the eyes. Now outside of that, um, sometimes putting a little bit of Vaseline on the insides of the nose can sort of catch some of the pollen um, as you breathe it in um, and then sinus, either a sort of saline spray or a sinus um, sort of saline rinse can be effective at cleaning out the nose. Um, 
outside of those measures, then you're really talking about medications. So starting with antihistamines, which you can get in the pharmacy, um, it's a good idea to start by taking those um, on a regular basis. Now, obviously, have a chat with your pharmacist or your doctor before you start medications um, to make sure uh, it's appropriate. Um, And then really, if that's not effective enough, really the next step, you're you're thinking about steroid-based nasal sprays um, and your um, GP can prescribe those. Um, beyond that, if really your symptoms are still not controlled, um, it's important that you are seeing um, a, a specialist doctor if possible because there are a lot of other medications that can be used um, and there are actually sort of long-term medications that are very effective, like immunotherapy, for example, where you're given a small little tablet that has grass pollen in it oh. on a daily basis. Now, it's over a long period, so it's over a three-year period, but basically it allows um, your immune system to build up a resistance or a tolerance to the grass pollen. Ah. Um, so in essence, it's like a vaccination to okay. what you're allergic to. Wow, I never um, so heard about that. And that'd be great for people who quite severely suffer with hay fever because for some people, like it really affects their day to day, especially in the summer. You know, you have people avoiding going for walks or, you know, missing out on things because of hay fever. Like it's, it's I think it's more serious than people think. Exactly. It it is really very debilitating. You know, you really like people sort of end up missing work and school and has a big impact on exams, like leaving certain exams for some people and even just the social side of it. You know, like if you're not feeling well, you don't really feel like going out and meeting people. Absolutely. Like immunotherapy is really effective and that's actually available for dust mite, tree pollen and grass pollen in Ireland. Okay. Okay. Great advice there. And finally, Dr. Isselt, I've just been reading a couple of stories in the news this week about pets (laughs) having hay fever. I don't know if you've heard about this. Is it possible for, you know, the cats and dogs to get hay fever? Do they suffer from it as well? Apparently, yes. Now, I don't, I don't know too much about, um, well, yeah, about animals um, and their, mean, yeah, their sort of diseases. But um, <laughs> as far as I'm aware, really, animals seem to get very similar um diseases to us. And okay. so and I think the treatments are, are fairly similar as well, to be honest. Okay. Um, I don't know if they um, actually have immunotherapy, but to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 yeah. The pets tend to kind of mirror a lot of what their owners have, so who knows? Uh, well, listen, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's been great to chat to you, Dr. Issel Sheehan from Allergy Ireland, with some great tips on how to tackle hay fever this summer. Thank you very much for your time on the Saturday Social on 98FM. Not at all. Thank you.